such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. This little baby bunny got its stomach not open by a beak. Not just any beak. A turkey beak. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. Oh wait, I lied. <laughs> I'm gonna drink your blood like cranberry sauce, meanie! You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. Episode 64, welcome to the Buzzed Kill Podcast, where this Thanksgiving, remember, use the turkey baster from the kitchen, not the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. And back from assignment. Hey. It's ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Nope, just John. <laughs> yeah. My uncle's been calling me that for years. Just John. Uh, it was just John. John, if you don't know, was on assignment in the Everglades with yep. Salisbury Joe. He was uh, dropping dropping acid in Dro- the Everglades. <laughs> how, were, how were your adventures? <laughs> Things were fine, and then the acid kicked in. And if you've ever had a good acid trip, it doesn't happen in the Everglades. So, AKA, he fucked a crocodile. <laughs> that's, that's the moral <laughs> what, of the story. What I thought I think, was a crocodile. I think that's <laughs> what he was getting at. It, it could have just been a. A, bundle, a, a bundle of sticks. <laughs> I guess they feel the same, right? A little, little rough. Little. I don't. I don't know I what you're nothing. talking about. Um, uh, how you guys doing? Good. Can uh, I? Can I tell you a story? I actually have a oh story. Oh my god! Yes, please. Is it about something you did this week that you actually remembered? Well, it's yeah, because it was something that I did today. Um, my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, There's uh, one. <laughs> do you ever do you ever wonder? Well, first, let me ask. Uh, do you, do you ever wonder if something that you are doing, or like a or a, a string of words that you put together, if you're the first person in the entire world to ever do that thing? Yes. Do you ever wonder that? Yes. Or like sometimes you'll just do something really weird and just be like, I'm probably the first person in history to ever There's, do that. Yes. yes. I won't go into it, but there's a George Carlin skit exactly about that. Is the, it really? The very first person. I'm the very first person to ever string together these exact words and this cadence and this and that. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, uh, like, there's something about like chopping your dick off with a lawnmower or cram, something like that. Cranberry flavored bow weevil cock. You know, like has anybody ever said that before? You're the first. I don't know. Woo! I think I may have done something today that... Uh, probably no one else has ever done in What's history. That? So I get a knock on the door this morning. It's a dude from the uh, water department. Water mains broken down the road, so they're going to shut off the water. Uh, about half the day goes by, and uh, and I'm like, you know, duty calls, nature calls. Sure. Right? Oh, you couldn't use your toilets. Well, you you know how you know how typically like if the tank is full on sure. the back of the toilet you even if the water may even if the main water, still, you should yeah. you should be good sure. for one good flush so i'm like okay well i'm going to i'm going to get this one good flush out of this <laughs> <laughs> so i do my thing and uh and and my toilet in our main bathroom has not been the the flush valve or the uh the fill valve has been broken it's the been one like the, in the by the kitchen in the main in the one, oh, okay. main one upstairs. It's been like dodgy, so it hasn't always been working. And I'm like, I go to flush it. I'm like, yeah, let's use that one good flush. And I'm like, what? What the <laughs> fuck? It's not going down. And I look in the tank, and it's 
empty, just bone dry. And my mother-in-law is coming back over to watch my kids for a little while, and I'm like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> and so I'm like, where can I get a, like enough liquid to fill the tank to flush it down? So I go downstairs, and I'm looking through everything. I'm like, oh, I've got like a quarter of a gallon of distilled water. I'm like, I guess I could try that. So I put it in. I flush it, wasted, because it wouldn't go down. <laughs> it's like, shit, now I just wasted that. So I start looking around, and I'm like, I got a bunch of booze in my house. I'm like, I don't want to use booze. So I go downstairs. The worst use of booze, I think, ever. I go Literally down, flushing I, it. No, I, listen, oh. listen, I was not, I, I, I wanted to, that was my last, my last ditch kind of that thing. That was his last resort. So I went down in the basement, and I found a, a, a birthday gift from our buddy Greg from like two years ago that I forgot about. He gave me two cases of Surge. <laughs> two cases of Surge and I, I luckily I only uh, eight eight sixteen ounce cans of Surge equals one gallon of liquid. So I filled up my tank with a gallon of Surge. <laughs> and then I flushed that bitch. Oh my god, I hope Greg's hey, listening this week. <laughs> that shit was turned up as so, it was going down. So just I wanted to <laughs> I, I brought a can and I just wanted to cheers you guys with it because I, I feel like maybe I've uh, this feels like a, a historical moment you know I, like I don't we are literally drinking your toilet water right now yeah <laughs> it, it looks so weird too like when it because the bowl filled up with green surge it looked awesome I hope the next time like you run run to the bathroom and just like take advantage of that toilet bowl mm-hmm. you're just like surge geo commercials they're surge. great I, I don't think I even I think I maybe tried this one time oh, when it was, was out great, right. oh, this I, was, I used to be fueled this, by it's surge it's all about surge and jolt cheers, I was going to say this was cheers, like boys. the Mountain Dew of the day wasn't it mm. it's just as good as it was in 1997 just like toilet water, just oh, like toilet water. what's floating in mine I don't know. We should have brought back some. Uh, should have brought a you know bottle of Zima just if we're going mm. back in the. Uh, we can get Zima now. It's, it's on sale, so I haven't seen it in stores lately. So That's anyway, what we should drink for our Stranger Things two episode. Zima, some Zima. Oh yeah, let's bring do it, it back to the. Uh, oh late no, because Zima was in the nineties. I think. Oh, uh, we can or, double check. Early to mid. But anyway, I, I'm sorry. That was a long story. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> Other than <laughs> I went up to Bad Axe for Thanksgiving. That's not quite as important. As flushing my toilet with surge. Fair. So and your true. daughter is a bad driver. My what? And your daughter is a bad driver. What does that mean? She'll never be. Your Snapchats. I she was dude, running into the. That's the bad. That's the bad thing about Snapchat is once it's gone, I forget what I snapped. You think he actually pays attention to his kids? Well, your no. wife snapped it too. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. She was driving a car in the hallway and <laughs> yeah. banging into the wall. Oh, walls. that. Yeah, that, that's all you had to say, John. Don't be vague about it. I'm sorry. Actually, anyway, that's I, what I've been been doing. What are you guys up to? I actually had a first myself. Yeah. Uh, I almost got a guy kicked out of a theater. How? So I went last uh, Saturday. Yeah, last yeah last Saturday to go see Joe Lynch's Mayhem. Yeah. And uh, it was playing a limited release, and they happened to be playing it at the theater down the street. So I said, "Screw it! I got movie pass. I'm going to see a movie." So it was me and four other guys in the theater. Mm-hmm. There was uh, I was towards the top. There was like an old dude in the middle with another guy a seat away from him. Who was and, on the bottom? Uh, a gentleman <laughs> and his wife. It was awkward. It was awkward. It was, it was multicultural, multiracial weirdness. That's beautiful, man. It was nice. It like was hands across it, was, it was mayhem. Like, like hands across America, except like hands on penises across in, America. In a, <laughs> hands across theater seats. Um, okay, so, so the old guy who's sitting in the middle... Mm-hmm. 
He's got the loudest booming voice that I've ever heard in my life. And we walk in. I'm going to walk oh, away from this. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He, I, I walk in and he's talking to the dude next to him. He goes, yeah, well, I got that fucker on fraud. And then I nailed that fucking lawyer to the wall. And this and that. And fuck these guys. But like, like he's talking, but it's like the loudest voice I've ever heard. I'm like, I love the face you do when, <laughs> when you're, when so you're like, imitating an old man. Well, okay, so so I'm like, this is ridiculous, but it's whatever. It's it's just like the, the AMC, you know, bullshit going on. I'm like, I'm like whatever. Then the trailer start. Mm-hmm. And what, do you think he shut up? No. He just talked louder to talk over the trailers. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He said the same story <clears throat> over and over about something to do with someone in fraud and lawyers and, and his ass and this and that. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's a fraudulent lawyer in his ass, maybe. Get to the part where you almost okay. got him kicked so, out. So after that's after that's over with, the guy in front, the guy in front, a very, very large man, mm-hmm. stands up and he goes, Sir, sir, he's waving his hands and the guy's not even acknowledging him. And he's like, Sir, I can't hear the movie, so you need to shut up. At this point, this was like the movie had started. The 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 um company logos were okay. starting at this yeah. point. And so basically, he wanted to be like, "Shut the fuck up!" He talked mm-hmm. through the, you know, through the trailers. Right. And so the guy stops for a moment. Guy in the front sits down or whatever, and they start doing the the overdub to set up the movie. You know, it's uh, it's uh, Stephen Young. Is that his name? Stephen. Uh, uh, yeah. The guy from Walking Dead. The um, Stephen oh, Young. Stephen Young. Yeah. Yang, Yang or Young, Yang, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So he's he's narrating the beginning of the movie, talking about what's going on or whatever. And then from the middle of the fucking theater, here's the guy. Yeah, I heard this was supposed to be a really good movie. Let's <laughs> let's watch this. And I'm like, you gotta be fucked. And he just kept going. So I jolted out of my seat and ran to the front, got the manager, and got the guy almost kicked out. They came in and they talked to him and shit. And like, it's, I've never had to do that in the theater huh. before. I've never met a person so disrespectful in my life sitting in a theater. I've uh, I've, I've like no, I've asked no. people to mm-hmm. shut up before, but like you, never you got to the point where I needed to go talk to anybody. You didn't have to attend a movie on the island that I lived on. Oh. There, they, they didn't have the please turn your cell phone off oh, because nobody listened. Even if they would have, there were people answering phone calls, shouting at each other from across the theater, and it didn't matter what kind of movie it was. It didn't oh, matter what time of the night it was. There were babies screaming. We went, I think, in the, in the whole year that we were down there, that I was down there, we only went, I think, two or three times. The only benefit is, is like when a movie would come out at midnight here on like, what is it usually like a Thursday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. We got to see it at any time. Uh, once the theater opened Wednesday, we could see it down oh, there. Oh, you're like, I, I, really? Yeah. Cause they just didn't give a shit. They're like, we have the movie. Let's, <laughs> let's start, let's start playing it. So no, they would just enough. play it. Like we saw. Who's going to, who's going to fly down to the Island to stop them? Well, dude, there was, <laughs> there was a counterfeit everything. In the port down there, you can get fake anything and everything. Oh, um, cheap. Anyway, that was my week. That was my excitement for the week. I what, worked almost every day. What about you, Jay? This will be the I, first of many times I ask you. I, uh, <laughs> I, I just sat around and, and researched a bunch of dad jokes for when I become a dad. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I got one for you real quick. <laughs> Here we go. What do you call a chicken that is staring at a bowl of lettuce? <laughs> what is that? Chicken Caesar salad. Oh, oh, what? So since we're doing, so since we're, we haven't said it yet, but uh, and we'll get more into it. But we're doing our Thanksgiving special yeah. tonight. So there's always a dad and it's going to be a real foul. 
There's wow. always a, there's always a dad at Thanksgiving. There's always like some drunk uncle. So tonight I want you to just interject with random dad jokes, <laughs> just here and there. All right. Is that all right, Dad? It's good. Why, why didn't it's you good. hug? Why didn't you hug me more when I was younger? Because <laughs> you stink. <laughs> all right. Uh, never, you never showered, Jimmy. Uh, speaking of stinking, I'm sure we got some things wrong we last did. week. Oh, so oh, why don't you, we get into that? You did Shut big the time. Fuck up, Mike. <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid! All right, so uh, last week we fumbled in a big bad way. Yeah. Uh, James, I'm going to let you start. Oh, okay. Um, Well, <laughs> we we were talking about uh, it possibly being up for Academy Awards. Correct. And we just kind of threw out the generalized statement of, when was the last time you saw a horror movie in, in the Oscars? Mm-hmm. Well, I have the exact last oh. time you saw a horror movie in the Oscars. 2010. Oh. The Wolfman. Oh, really? Starring Benicio Del Toro and, and Anthony, uh, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. That was, what Acad- was that for? Academy Award for Best Achievement in Makeup. Oh, mm-hmm. okay with that. I mean, and there are several more before. I'm, I I just wanted to go to the exact last time you saw uh, a horror movie in. Oh, and that's actually just the last time a horror movie won. Fair enough. So. I, I was going to say, in some category, there's got to be a nomination. Yeah. Well, Sounds of the Lambs won. I consider that a horror movie. A lot of mm-hmm. other people don't. That's kind of one of those gray space kind of yeah. flicks. Yeah, but um, that's, like I said, that's, like, 2010's the last time it won. Yeah. I, I actually didn't go and look at uh, when was the last time an actual horror movie was nominated, yeah. which I probably should have done. Like I said, it's got I can imagine it has to be something, whether whether it be televised as right. well yeah. as the other thing. Yeah, there are a lot of awards, but, yeah. It's I know there's nothing, there's nothing for genre flicks, though. Like, there, right. uh, genre flicks exist in this weird gray space like hole that is in the academy right. and i actually have some news later that i'm going to talk about that we can get into that a little bit more but uh was that all you had uh yeah that's oh. all yep. oh okay so um it was leah schreiber that was in salt with angelina jolie okay yeah i i i did notice that way it's i i always get um salt and the tourist <laughs> i was gonna say that was my the next part mixed of it up. it was it was leah schreiber that was in salt but salt wasn't even the movie that you were talking about you were talking about the tourist with, with okay, johnny yeah. depp and that was and angelina yeah, jolie okay all right that's I was the all one fucked up. that was nominated for best picture best actor and best actress however it didn't win any of them so you were wrong on that as well it didn't win any it, of them? it didn't win any of them actually that year i believe it was ricky gervais that that was hosting I could be wrong on that. I forget who was hosting it. I think... It might have been Ricky uh, Gervais. So that probably would have been the Golden Globes. Uh, yes. No, it yeah. was. Yes, it was the Golden Globes. And he kept on he kept on he, harping the, on it and saying, like, night, oh, you just bought your way into the Yeah, running. yeah, because yeah. cause everyone knew that movie... Not that it was terrible, but it was not I th- fucking Academy Award winning. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, I, like last week I said, I've never seen Salt. I've never seen The Tourist either, but from I, I think I've... Always heard that it wasn't real oh, great. At uh, least not award-winning great. I hear you know? that Angelina Jolie, Johnny Depp, and um, Leah Schreiber's new movie is actually going to be an Oscar contender. Salted Tourist? It's going to be called, called Salting the Tourist. <laughs> <laughs> or the Salty Tourist. Ooh. Oh, there's a category for those kind of movies, John. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, they're real salty about their trip because, you know, they had a layover. All right. Uh, clinical lycanthropy is a rare condition that is largely considered to be an idea idiosyncratic expression of psychotic episode of a psychotic episode it's a lot of big words Mike. i know i know <laughs> caused by another condition such as schizophrenia bipolar disorder or clinical depression uh-huh. Come the again? symptoms the symptoms involve the delusion that the affected person can transform into has transformed into or is a non-human animal i see so so yes uh lycanthropy is a real thing we had we had mentioned it last week and we didn't know 
but apparently it's real. It's it's a psycho psychological issue, clearly. Because right. we're proud of you for pronouncing all those big words, right? Well, I right. think it's probably like canthropy. Like can't well. <laughs> So you suck. Hey, hey, he's he's giving it a valiant effort. You're he's still, making it, he's like, making you're still, a, still <laughs> mostly illiterate. You're, he's making it so that he can read, and he's doing a darn good job. Um, and the last thing was uh, Siegfried and Roy had both white lions and tigers. However, it was the tiger that latched himself onto Roy's. I think ultimately we did say tiger. Oh, uh, big man, whatever. The lions are actually at the, the Toledo Zoo. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. You guys go every year. Yes, we, we do. do. You're not invited, John. I'm nope. never invited. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> Roommate Jen gets invited, but I don't get invited. Oh, she's cooler than you. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> all right, is that all? That's it. Okay, well, this week, like I said, we're doing our uh, Thanksgiving special. And like Thanksgiving horror movies, this episode's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Well, okay, so... We did watch. What, what did we watch last year for a Thanksgiving special? We didn't do one. We didn't. No, we did. Uh, we did the Halloween episode, and then we did the uh, Exorcist retrospective the following week. Oh, that's right. So, are we? Is no, this wait, it, wouldn't like, the, it wouldn't be the following week, but we still didn't do like Thanksgiving like one. Though. Thank, Thanksgiving horror movies are pretty slim pickings. We watched uh, probably one of two of the worst. One of them being the the best because it's the worst. Yes. And the other one just being the worst. Yeah, one was it was <laughs> one was intentionally bad, and the other one was just bad, <laughs> just terrible. Uh, so <laughs> just terrible. So this week we're doing a couple different drinks. Um, uh, Michael ran out and got us a nice uh, a nice sipping wheat wine ale. From, I don't know what wheat wine is. By I the don't way. either. Never heard of it before. I'm gonna read the box, and it might give us a little I'm bit of. I'm assuming that it's like a barley wine. But, but I don't know. Hey, this is my job, okay? Ooh, it's aged in bourbon. Uh, this is from New Holland Brewing in Brewing. In, in Brewing. <laughs> this is from New Holland Brewing in oh, New well, Holland. Oh shop God. with those big words, Let Jim. me try one more time. Hold on. <laughs> this is from New Holland Brewing in Holland, Michigan. It's called Pilgrim's Dole. Oh, it's from Holland, y'all. Yeah. Holland, y'all. Yeah. Uh, it's called... I, I almost did that in an accent. It's called Pilgrim's Dole. It is a wheat wine ale. Mm-hmm. And what does it say here on the box? It says Pilgrim's Dole, wheat wine ale. A barley wine style ale made with 50% wheat malt or a wheat wine. Pilgrim's Dole blends warming and slightly sweet flavors with a unique caramelized character. Mm-hmm. Mm. Open no. Justin's. I want to see your mad skills. Why don't you guys? I have the. We guys. don't need Jason. Yes, we James. do. I mean, it's more important that I we. Forgot you it's had more it, important that we on our horror podcast that we use this awesome Jason Voorhees opener than for you guys to have a pissing contest about who who can open a bottle with another bottle. Oh, don't you worry. I can piss way better than him. <laughs> don't you worry. All right, let's try this out. <laughs> let's do it. Um, I'm putting mine in the glass because. Why? Because it's already it's a, in a glass. The barley wine. We need, <laughs> we need to you're gonna drink it. You're gonna. You're, you're, I just it's, classy, to it's classier to put it into a blue solo cup. <laughs> blue solo. It's not even a red solo cup, so we can't even fill it up. That's got a lot of flavor. That's. Woo. That's what I'm saying that's a sip. It's a. This is a. It's not it's sipping. Abs- I'm gonna finish it in the next five seconds oh. because this is our Thanksgiving special. And what do you do at Thanksgiving? Chug. Slam. You get wasted. <laughs> you make everyone uncomfortable. I stuff. I stuff birds. You just got stuffed. You, you, you pull. Uh, you pull like a my uncle in the yellow shirt at my wedding. Mm. Yeah, John didn't have a creepy uncle at his wedding. Did you? You didn't. I don't, you didn't have to deal with him, did you? No, I don't think so. I went. I went over to my grandmother's and we looked at all of my wedding photos today. You know, I showed her all of them, and then it was very apparent. 
Oh, was how he, early on? Was oh, really? Belligerent, yeah. Was he doing Jeez. his best uh, Kevin Spacey? No, he was just <laughs> doing his best worst uncle impression, which no. he's very good at. So. Is there a picture of him flipping off Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> he was, was, wasn't it Nicole and Sarah? I think it was no, Sarah. No, it was Nicole. No, 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 no. It was oh, the uncle. Oh, he was he yeah. was trying to uh, he's trying to chat up a couple of our young lady friends. And they kind of they kind of blew him off. Well, and if, if <laughs> and so, so Sarah was saying, so Sarah Al- saw him. She goes, "Yeah, I was watching him at the bar, and he flipped off John's dad and Nicole." <laughs> he was just oh, he standing was behind. Him. He was just standing behind him, going, well, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, him and my dad have a very long, colorful history, and uh, the less we have to see that man, the better." Well, don't get <laughs> married. Don't get married again, and you'll be all set. Well, <laughs> well, I don't even know if they're going to make my brother's wedding next year in Chicago, so that's hopeful. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. Well, um, so... What about... Don't you have a drink? Don't, oh, yeah. Do you want to do it right now? Or let's, do wanna... do, let's double up. Okay. So I'm, I'm also, I am also brought a drink to the table today. Uh, I, if, you, if you watch the show How I Met Your Mother, yeah. there's a character called uh, Barney Stinson. And in one episode, one Thanksgiving episode, they make uh, what's called a Thanks-teeny. It is one part potato vodka. Oh, so I got, uh, I got some... L- Luxusawa <laughs> potato vodka. Uh, it is two parts cranberry juice, 100% organic. Uh, and that's for Jay, right? <laughs> and Jay, you can't do this part, but it, you add a, a bullion cube. Oh, so Jay, so it's, so it's, Jay it's basically gets a vodka and cranberry. Yeah, Jay gets a vodka cranberry. We get a thanks teeny with the bullion oh, cube. It's uh, it's supposedly like Thanksgiving in a glass. Okay. I, I I may have some of my uh, my vegetable bullion upstairs. That is just it's the same flavor as the bullion cubes. It's made. I was actually going to ask you earlier, and I completely forgot. There's one if, kind that's awesome, and I might have some. I'll check it out. Yeah, go, do yeah, that. do it. Um, so I'm was this s- also the slaps giving episode? Of uh, the I think it was giving. actually. Yeah. yeah. See what I got here? Got me some turkey hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm do with these? I bet eat some turkey. And then afterwards, slaps giving. <laughs> and I, I brought my uh, I brought my fancy Bubba Gump Shrimp Company shaker. Nice. To to spin us up some drinks here. Nice, nice. So uh, this is gonna take me a minute. Yeah. Uh, th- right. Through the power of editing, in like one second, we're gonna come back and drinks. Are gonna be like that. All right, and we're back. <laughs> Look at that. And we got drinks. Yes. All right. Um. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be completely honest with you. This um. Looks and smells. It sounds like Thanksgiving. Smell, it's it smells like cra- and cranberries. To be honest with you, it just sounds like one of the most vile things ever. I don't understand that. Haven't you ever taken cranberry sauce and put it on a piece of turkey and eaten it? When was the last time you took vodka and bouillon, and cranberry juice? <laughs> Uh, I'm about to do it right now. It's going to be delicious, and you can shut right. your mouth. Right. Oh, hold on. Let's close this up so we don't knock it over. We got uh, drinks on drinks on drinks. Drinks really on drinks. Good. All right. Thanks, Teeny. Po- potent drinks, too. <laughs> Happy cheers. Thanksgiving, boys. Solo cups don't cheer as well. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Thank God. you, Barney Stinson. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's good. Oh, it's legend. Good. Wait for it. Dairy. Dairy free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This is not good. What's wrong with it? He doesn't like cranberry juice. I love cranberry juice. This is just not good. (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with it. Screw you, Mike. Me and James will drink them all night. Are you just chewing? No. Oh. You took a sip you just get turkey in yours? I put an extra bullion cube in mine. I'm just chewing it up. Oh, yeah. I'll drink it, but. Yeah, you're damn right you will. Not a fan. All right. Um. News. 
That was a good segue. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into the bleed feed. All right. All right. All right. All right. Another slow news week. Um, <laughs> I, last two weeks, there hasn't been a lot of uh, like crazy news jumping out at me, but yeah. I got a couple things here. Okay. Uh, first one um, is that uh, the writer of it, mm-hmm. this little move that we've been talking about for the last you know little while, yeah, uh, Gary Doberman or Doberman, uh, he has been tapped by Paramount to write the script for the feature length version of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Really? Yeah. Cool. So I'm pretty excited about that. Hmm. Pretty excited about that. Um I I dig I dig all these like eighties and nineties nostalgia yep. things, man. Like I and especially there's probably people maybe even listening to our show who don't even know what Are You Afraid of the Dark is, you know? Possibly. But so, I don't know how cool I feel to bring about it back to the a TV show that was each week it was a different non-related story how do you turn that into a well, movie i i, I wonder the if they're going movie? no and well even though even no, though, i did not the goosebumps <laughs> movie is fantastic by the way well it's that's so good that's no, 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 no it was really good it. Yeah. i think they're going to probably do a similar thing to it where goosebumps was about rl stein mm-hmm. and the creatures from all of his books mm. not just one story i have a feeling they're going to tell the story of the midnight society of the kids in the society, very similar uh, to the Losers Club. And you think you it'll know? be like you think it'll be like uh, like the kids in the society actually Experience. have those experiences. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'd that be, would be, be pretty cool. You know, that'd be. And I hope they somehow manage to get all of the OG Midnight Society to somewhere do a cameo in the movie. Would anybody would know anybody who they are? Yeah, them? I wouldn't. <laughs> I I think it would be cool. I don't think there's ever anybody notable on that show. No, I could be wrong on that, but I hope that it's rated R. I hope that it's rated X. Triple Midnight Sex Society, yeah. <laughs> you know that's going to come shortly after. <laughs> All right, Michael um, know about it. not unlike so, Michael. So that's exciting. Um, so here, this is fun. Uh, Venom. I'm I've been very excited about this new Tom Hardy Venom movie. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's going to be Sony is really going hard uh, with their non non canon Spider Man villain universe thing mm-hmm. that they're doing. Uh, so Venom is already uh, leading into the Sinister Six. Which is a uh, it's a group of six supervillains from like the Spider-Man Marvel universe, and now they uh, just announced plans to make a Morbius the Living Vampire movie. Oh yeah, I saw did you ever, that. Did you ever read Morbius? I did not. No. He was he was cool. He was creepy. Like, I always loved his his art. Like like or not his art. The his look. His though. art. His, his particular his art. art. I don't know. He was cool. White face. The weird hair. You know, he looked like a vampire. Mm. He was cool. He's one of Marvel's like horror looking dudes. Uh-huh. So I was always drawn to him. Um, but I never read anything that was. Strictly him. I don't know if he even had strictly just Morbius or if books. He just kind of showed up and he was in Spider-Man a lot though, and I used to read oh, right Spider-Man. So, so uh, yeah, I'm pretty uh, pretty cool about. It. Yeah, the that sounds cool. Only thing that gets me though is that the guy that's writing the movie is the dude that just finished uh, the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, and even though that movie got decent reviews for actually being an entertaining movie, he also wrote Dracula Uncold, oh. The Last Wish Hunter with Nicolas Cage and that Gods of Egypt movie. All movies that bombed. <laughs> See, I like Dracula Untold, though. I thought it was a good Well, movie. you're part of the minority. I've never seen it, so I can't speak, but a lot of people didn't like it. 
So that was the one that was supposed to kick off the dark yeah. universe, right? Yep. Okay. And then they shunned it to do the new mummy movie, and now they're shunning that. For now the, the whole part. thing's been yeah. shit canned. <laughs> yep, yep. With the new mummy movie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it didn't. I mean, whole, it made money, we but talked it was about critically it last week, just but the whole dark universe canned. has been pretty much canned at this yeah, point. Really. Yeah. The two, the two guys uh, that were running it. They walked away from it. So. I would. I, I wouldn't know. I was in the Everglades tripping on acid. See, <laughs> he probably knows everything now. He probably got a glimpse into the future. Dude, I got to see some universes. <laughs> I'll tell you what. All right, we got some Halloween news. More Halloween news coming from Danny McBride himself. Yeah. So, we've all we've been talking last couple weeks about you know where it's going to pick up in the timeline and this and that. Um, so he, uh, Danny McBride has gone on the record to say, we're kind of ignoring all the films past the first one. It picks up after the first one, but it's sort of an alternate reality. He goes, it's as if the first Halloween ended in a slightly different way. Which means they might be rewriting certain things in the original as well. Really? And just re-explaining them differently. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, he says, um, he goes, I hope, I hope we don't fuck it up and piss people off. This is such a diehard fan base, and you don't want the horror fans being your enemies because they show up at your house with masks on. Uh, we are <clears> diehard <throat> fans of Halloween ourselves. We're, uh, we're watching all the sequels and where things have taken left turns here and there uh, that maybe bites for the fans. We're at least trying to deliver what we have wanted to see. Hopefully, it will line up with what fans want. I wonder what they would need to do because, I mean, Halloween ended like any any typical slasher really like open you think you think the guy's dead and then you look in where he was and he's gone and yeah. sets you up for a sequel it just it makes me wonder like what they would have to do to change it maybe they're going to change it to where in the first one he actually ended up caught or something and i doubt it i think that if as far as changing things from the original they're probably going to be subtle things is my guess you can't change too much from the original. Unless, and I mean, it could be something major, like maybe Lo- maybe Loomis is dead, you know? Oh, could be, yeah. Because would they really want to try and recast somebody to play? Yeah, they'd have to. They would only, well, no, they wouldn't, no, they wouldn't have to because this takes place 40 years later. He'd be dead anyway. Oh, does possibly. this actually? Yeah, well, it's Laurie Strode. She's, oh, yeah. She's her age now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm lost. I mean, they might be able to, they might be able to like downplay that a little bit, but no. Right. Well, like, they're the, to make a comparison in a positive light and then same movie in a negative light, like when they did the, how long there was the gap between the two Boonock Saints movies, they kind of use the first movie, but they fill in the gap of the time by kind of referencing what happened after the first one. Yeah, with really bad beards. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, just like, okay, Willem Dafoe's character dies, you know, they, they make it that he's dead, but he doesn't die in the first movie. So maybe there'll be, like, flashbacks to, like, sure. immediately after to kind of, like, alter the story a little bit. Yeah, I suppose they could. Um, <clears throat> I suppose they but could. then the, the negative uh, kind of correlation I want to make with the second Boonock Saints movie is a lot of people were saying that kind of like what you just said that Danny McBride was saying that of I don't want them to do this sequel to Halloween and we want to make sure it's what we want to see and the fans want to see I feel the Boondock Saints movie was definitely made just to appease the fans they didn't really try that hard to write it oh, I, I hope like they don't do Boondock this for the Saints Halloween movie Boondock Saints 2 was made because Troy Duffy is an egotistical fucking prick yeah. well, I think that's why that, that movie too. was made <laughs> there, but, there is that but yeah. I just hope they don't go and like try to like no, this, this is coming from a movie. pure place. This is, I think, McBride and his writing partner. It's coming from a pure place, and they really are doing the best job. They're not cutting corners. They're not. Thus far, everything that they have done has been out of love. It seems like you well, know, it's a love letter to the fans, and they are fans. And, so, al- and also, everything that they've done is being signed off on 
by John Carpenter. And, and like you know, yeah, you've well, said you've said before give, that give him a give him a big enough check, he'll sign off on anything. Yeah, you keep saying that, but he's not. <laughs> I'm mean, like he's not. It's not like he's completely unpassionate about his well, about his movies. When it when it gets when it gets um, revealed that Annie is actually Michael Myers, all bets are off. <laughs> all bets are off. You know, we didn't even mention <laughs> the fact that we went to see John Carpenter last week. Oh shit. We went to go see John Carpenter again. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> well, there was the announcement, one of the first podcasts I was on, that that was your present to yeah. James and, for his uh, birthday months later. And yeah. it was a good present. And you're wearing your present. I am wearing my... I, I, JC's, you're wearing John Carpenter? Yeah. <laughs> JC's got the hot merch. I Is bought that, myself a John Carpenter's The Thing t-shirt. It's actually just John Carpenter's like uh, aging skin. He just kind of cuts it off and then makes sure it's out of it. He's got John Carpenter's Thing just I'm just wrapped up in it. This is weird. <laughs> All right, um, let's get some blues out of the way, shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay, this one's pretty exciting for me. Uh, the anthology film Trilogy of Terror is finally coming to Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Did we watch this one for a show? Nope. Are you sure? Nope, we didn't. I've never seen it. I love this movie. I know I'm not alone. Uh, especially one one segment in particular. It's about a Zuni fetish doll. And I think uh, that's probably the most popular one because it's kind of in the branding for this all the time. Dude, this one that that fucking Zuni fetish doll scared the shit out of me when I was younger. Yeah, he's yeah he just like <laughs> you were making the the face and the and he just he's relentless like he just relentlessly hunts this woman with a tiny little knife and for how how small he is you'd think like well just kick him and I think he's, she does at one point but he just keeps coming he's back. He's like and the it's puppet version of Angela at the end of Sleepaway Camp. Uh, <laughs> with the oh, face? With the face, he almost, yeah, kind of. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I love, I love not only that, uh, that segment, but this entire, <laughs> the entire trilogy of terror. That is coming to, uh, Blu-ray and DVD early to 2018. They, uh, I'm getting a noise here. Oh. Yeah. Uh, early 2018, they don't have any, uh, real solid details for it, but that's coming out in 2018. Awesome. I'm going to try and fly through the rest of these because there's quite a few. Yeah. Uh, Dario Argento's Opera, mm. Blu-ray debut in 2018, January 23rd, 2018. I'm not going to give you all the details because you don't need them. Shotgun? Huh? Shotgun? <laughs> Shotgun Opera. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, in time for my birthday. Terminator 2, Judgment Day gets final 4K UHD release date. They're only saying final so that people buy it, and then there will be the final final <laughs> to get more uh, money out of people. So that's coming to Ultra HD Blu-ray on December 26th. Cool. Uh, like I said, not giving you any details. I'm just going to keep running through this. I know that you're really going to be into this one because this is a fantastic movie. Orca. Yeah. Is I com- actually just bought Orca on VHS <laughs> really? a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Orca is coming to Blu-ray <laughs> December 6th. Uh, that is, that's literally all you... Killer whale version of Jaws. It's awesome. That's literally all you need to know about that movie. You don't need to go out and buy it. You just need to know that it it is out there and it exists and you don't need to watch it or anything. I literally just watched Free Willy the other day. You Uh, did? Yeah. I haven't watched it in so long. It's so bad. What a great movie. Shut up. Shut shut up. Yeah, really. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Uh, Joe Lynch's Mayhem. Yes. Which you just saw. How was it, by the way? Fantastic. Was it good? So good. Cool. Uh, heads to 4K, Blu-ray, Blu-ray, and DVD in December. December 26th, 2017. So that's coming up fast. Cool. Um, maybe a Christmas gift for little Michael. Mm. Um, <laughs> a dig- digital and DVD Blu-ray dates for it. Cool. Including 11 
deleted yeah. scenes. So Ooh. I'm a little bit fi- finished with your date, but I have something to add to this. Uh, it will hit digital on December 19th, uh, arriving on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray combo pack, Blu-ray combo pack. What co- oh, yeah, eight, well, Ultra HD Blu-ray combo pack, Blu-ray combo, DVD on January 19th, 2018. So a little while back, yes. uh, Andy Muschietti promised a director's cut. Yeah. We're not getting it. That Whoa. is not on this release. It's not. Now well, the, a, yeah, the deleted a... scenes that are that probably make up the director's cut mm-hmm. are there. But I don't know about you. I like having a cut of the film with those put back in because you see what the original intent was instead of watching them fragmented, you know, after the fact. It's 2017, almost 2018, Mike. You get some software and cut it yourself. I can. What what bums me out though is I feel like this is more of a case of they want to double dip. Um, they want people to buy this one, and then six and then, months from now, oh, now the director's, oh, director's cut. cut. Look at that! <laughs> now we're gonna get another thirty bucks out of it. You know, like it's kind of kind of shy. It's uh, kind of shysty of these companies. To this, be honest, this one since it's so new and since we all all loved it so much, I will give you a, a little rundown on the special features. Pennywise lives. Discover how Bill Skarsgård prepared to portray the primordial creature known as Pennywise, the dancing clown. Scott's God. All he had to do was make that weird face. <laughs> Have you seen the videos yeah. of him making that face without the makeup on? Yep. It's spooky. Uh, the Losers Club. Get up and close get uh, get up close and personal with the teenage stars of It as they bond together during the production. Author of Fear, Stephen King reveals the roots of his best-selling novel, The Nature of Childhood Fear, and how he created his famous monster Pennywise and deleted scenes 11 deleted or extended scenes from the film one of them that i read about was like pretty upsetting to me because there's always i know exactly what anything you're having about. to do ever since i had kids man anything having to do with babies just bums me out mm-hmm. and there's a there's a deleted scene where he's like confronting a woman in a room and then she basically knows that she just has to sacrifice her baby to him and from my understanding the scene features bill skarsgård in more Skarsgård. of his in more of his own look and not so much pennywise really yeah yeah Gosh. So it's basically just him eating a baby. <laughs> yeah, and like they said the shot, the last shot will be like she kind of turns away from him and you can see him. He's kind of blurry in the background and you just see him crawling across the ground over to the yep. baby and the baby screams like, and then all like, of a sudden it's like she in just old goes times quiet. Too, right? yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. God damn it. Guy. I, I, hate, I hate babies dying. Uh, Happy I, I, Death Day. I just, which, hate, I just hate babies. Shut up. Happy Death Day, which you also just saw. I did. Uh, is heading home in January with an alternate ending. That is on digital, 4K Ultra HD. Um, Another ending? God, that movie had like 18 to begin with. Did it really? Oh, yes. I haven't seen it, so don't spoil it. I'm uh, not saying that in a negative way. It was just, It's kind of <clears throat> exhausting when you get a movie that you think it's ending and then it just doesn't five times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a little exhausting. Um. Well, I I would uh, I'd have a conversation about that with you, but I haven't seen it. So, oh. <laughs> uh, digital HD and 4K 4K Ultra HD and standard definition, as well as via the digital movie app, Movies Anywhere. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, maybe we should look into that. Called Movies Anywhere. Uh, January second, twenty eighteen, and Blu-ray DVD and on demand January sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Holy crap! You I've got get, one more. You can get movies anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, this is a big one. Scream Factory, Hell Knight, Blu-ray, oh, yeah. loaded with special features. The cover art is fucking awesome. Quit playing footsies, Mike. Sorry. Mike's playing footsie. <laughs> that's set to arrive on January 8th, 2018, and that's got just buttloads of special features, and the, uh, like I said, the artwork is fucking awesome, as Scream Factory artwork usually is. 
Mike's about to throw up from his God. thanks teeny. <laughs> I'm getting to the bottom of this where it's all bullion. Mm. Dude, mm. I, you just got to slam it. I actually am changing my Ooh, tone. I, I, I it's, thought it's uh, disgusting. I it's, thought I finished mine, but I'm about to just <laughs> I'm about to just pop a bullion cube in my mouth and just suck on it. I would do <laughs> That's that. Fine. I would That's do fine. that. Dude, just with vodka and cranberry. I'm going to make all a right. regular vodka cranberry. I have uh, one last piece of news here. Um just take this and you can more vodka. Oh, the bullion's in there, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, come on. Um, right. Okay, so Get Out is um, being, it wants to be considered for the Golden Globes this year. Sure. And it's finding itself in that weird gray space we talked about earlier um, of where to put it. And just like The Martian before it, yeah. it is being labeled as comedy or musical. Now, <laughs> I understand that this movie does have a little bit of comedy in it, yeah. but it is not a comedy. No. no. Um, when I first read this news today, I was like, I was a little bit taken aback by it because given the 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 undertones and what this movie kind of is, mm-hmm. calling it a comedy to me seems a little bit blasphemous, you know? Well, especially with the writer being Jordan Peele. It's like, don't just classify the movie based on the writer. Well, I think it is that's a drama. The, well, there, you gotta, I don't know if I don't know how familiar you are with the Academy with the Golden Globes. There's pretty much like there's drama, comedy, and independent, right? Documentary, yeah, like or yeah, indi- yeah, yeah, like pretty much. There's not a lot of places for movies, so you really have well, they to don't, stretch your boundaries. To, yeah, they to don't place really. They don't really get into like, I guess what you would consider like even though horror is not a, a subgenre, they consider it a, hub, a, a, a subgenre. A sub-genre. Yeah. they're like so. They're it's comedy. And it's drama. Anything else is like if you're talk, if it, you're going to talk about thrillers, that's a subgenre. Quite if frankly, you're talk about, I'd put it more in drama than I would comedy. Well, yeah, absolutely. So like, why they're I don't know. I don't like the do fact you think, that it's. In do you comedy. think that is that is that decided upon by the academy, or can they can they decide to uh, to to put the movie up? Can the filmmakers de- decide to put the movie up in the running as a comedy? I don't know. Because maybe they feel like they have a better chance of winning if it's Maybe because his name's attached to it, I, I guess. Not even because of his name. Like, may, like think about think about the movies that are usually in the running for best picture. Yeah. Those are all dramas. Yeah, typically. Yeah. You know? So so, so, I, so maybe they just, maybe if he, ha, like, if they have the, the opportunity to choose whether they're going to be in best drama or best comedy, maybe they go best yeah, comedy because well, they think that they have a better chance of winning. The article that I read is, is titled, Get Out Has Been Labeled Comedy for Golden Globes. So I don't know if they just submitted it and that's where the Golden Globes puts them. I have no idea how that, that process works. Yeah, um, Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm happy that it's even being considered for consideration. Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. I just, can we please get out of the dark ages and, and appreciate horror and genre flicks for what they are and happen. give them a fucking place to exist because um, there are unfortunately, incredible movies that come out in the genre that unfortunately, just get overlooked genres, every year. Genre is always going to be be treated like a second class citizen. They oh, will. It's, 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 well, it, in, in award shows in general, they're meaningless. They're, oh, they're yeah. sure. sure. So look at like the music awards, the best rock artist of the year, and it's like some like hip hop like <laughs> thing or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, something that isn't rock that wins over Foo Fighters or t- some rock t- and Taylor your face Swift song. is the best new rock artist or Jeff, something like Jeff that. Jethro Tull is best metal artist. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. So that, exactly. Award shows, perfect. it's that you you pay to win. That's oh, right. Yeah. Well, it was. It's been debunked. Just like and the touring. <laughs> it's <laughs> or the tourists. Yeah, it's just such a stupid thing that. It not only can they not break it down into more categories, it's just so bottlenecked that if you don't fit, if your movie can't fit into one of these categories, 
not even exactly. I mean, there are there are other smaller award shows where they that? do that. There are other smaller <laughs> award shows where they do that. You know, like back. The Scream Awards, The man. Scream Awards oh. were awesome, but even, you know, like the MT. I haven't watched an MTV Movie Award since, like, 1999 or something, yep. but I, they used to have, like, best horror used films to. and I haven't like watched that. them in a long time either. Yeah. Now I just feel like they're on, like, Twilight 60, yeah. and they're just, just giving yeah. awards to them. Shitting mm. scary movies out. I got, I got one last piece of news before we wrap it up. We're all Michigan guys, and we love Michigan. We support a lot of Michigan stuff here. So, uh-huh. um, you know, a lot of our beers are Michigan-based. We had some really cool Michigan news that happened today. Um, I, I kind of knew about it a little while back, but it got officially announced today yep. by Rolling Stone magazine. Let me that, but uh, Before you say it, let me, let, me, let me explain how excited I am that we are in the, in the world of, like, seven degrees of separation. I personally now am... Two degrees away from royalty, from <laughs> rock royalty, and Jay is one away. Well, you got to make this royalty. about you. Yeah, I'm excited. Knock it off. Shut up, Mike. Continue, Jay. <laughs> All right. So, Sorry uh, for so, that so, interruption, we, Jay. We are two away. Is my point? In, oh, an old buddy. <laughs> Wait, I <laughs> am yes, two away. Yes. Oh, you're, you're actually all only like one away from royalty because like my my great 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 grandfather was a prince of Poland or something like that. So all right, puh. true. All right, wow. but so anyways, an old friend, not someone I've talked to in a long time, but we used to be like brother bands where all our bands played the same shows together all the time and you know booked a lot of the same stuff and uh singer jeff goot from bwnn locally um and then of the x factor that came in second place a couple years back he is now the lead singer for stone temple pilots oh yes. and they released a new single today and it's oh, really it's, it's really good it's really good wow. he sounds it's weird he sounds a lot like scott wyland and i'm and when i first heard it i'm thinking to myself I hope he's not putting this on. That's the last thing you want to do is try to emulate too much. But then I listened to the old uh, BWNN stuff, and he sounds like that regardless. Yeah. That's just kind of his voice. Yeah, that was one of his huge influences. Um, Lane Staley from Alice in Chains was a huge influence. Yeah. And, I actually um, I actually forgot about Jeff Goot because I, 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 was that American Idol? X Factor, yeah. I, I watched a little bit that year when he was on there. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's, uh, they showed a picture from the uh, first performance that he just did with him over the weekend. Right. And the whole idea that no one knows who he is is not lost on him because he wore a name tag that said, Hi, my name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, and, and you, you mentioned about dads earlier and stuff, and he's also a dad as a kid. So I figured, why not wrap up this new segment with a dad joke? Yes. <laughs> so what did the buffalo say when his son left for college? What? Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! That was the news. <laughs> All right. That was, that was actually this is actually the second time, and to my knowledge, that a legendary rock band has replaced a deceased lead singer with a uh, singing or a competition show. Uh, well, Queen. Queen did it with yeah. Adam Lambert. Yeah, yeah. And now, uh, who also has a phenomenal voice. Oh, well, Dude, actually, that was a very um, fitting replacement. The band. Too. I, I hope this isn't a correction. The band live. You know, mm-hmm. the 90s band Live. Uh-huh. Uh, they wanted, what's his name? Um, yeah, that guy. Uh, 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 David Cook. Chris Daughtry? David Cook? Chris Daughtry? One of the two. It was one of the two of them, I believe. They they were pursuing him for the longest time. Oh, David, David so, Daughtry, think, Chris Cook? I think <laughs> I think it was Chris Daughtry yeah. had mentioned that he was approached by I think, yeah, it might have been a Daughtry. band. And he said, you know what? I can either go on to replace somebody or go on to create my yeah. own. Yeah, and... Uh, and he did his own. And they're they're on tour right now. Josh Sobeck uh, yep. from Kensington Church and that, and uh, tour manager for Wilson and for whoever else. And he's uh he's on tour as a uh, lives audio guy or something right now. Oh cool, no, oh, Australia. I love. Oh, live. I thought he was out with I Prevail. Or right, something. Yeah, and I Prevail. Yeah, he does all the I Prevail stuff. Right, That's crazy. So, 
Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's right. that's a, that's good news. Cool. All right. So uh, take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about two of the absolute greatest films ever made about turkeys. Right. <laughs> I am so thankful for these films. <laughs> Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, um, before we jump into the um, meat, if you will, yeah, uh, the turkey, the, turkey the, meat. The, before we jump into the turkey and yams. Ooh, I do love, <laughs> right? I do love a good yam. Um, something that we touched on in the news section about uh, Get Out. We just ended that conversation. Yeah, yeah. And while we were switching things over, I happened to just go online real quick, and I randomly saw a new story about... Hey, give credit where credit is due, okay? Justin found this. No, I actually saw it on his computer and clicked it myself. <laughs> okay. Okay, this motherfucker <laughs> didn't do anything. Eat my shorts! <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> anyway, uh, so the tweet that he put up, though, uh, Jordan Peele and uh, Lil Ray Howley, Howery both put up tweets about this, and uh, it's pretty much exactly what I what I, what I was saying. Um, Lil Ray Howery, um, Lil Ray Howery, I keep saying that weird, uh, he says, does this mean that I compete for best supporting since I was actually funny in the movie? Uh, LMAO. But if I can be honest, this is weird to me. There's nothing funny about racism. Was it that unrealistic? Yeah. Which is exactly what I was saying. Right. Um, Jordan Peele, well, actually, before that, he goes on, uh, Ray Howery goes on to say, but I will say this, Jordan Peele wrote a masterpiece that is horror, drama, suspense, and has comedy in it. Uh, it was all good, so hey, maybe it just fits a bunch of categories. This is my first go-around. So he's a little more like calling it out, but still saying happy to be here. Well, that's, I, but what he said, like, that's what I was thinking earlier, but didn't say because I'm, you know, I'm dumb. But like, it, putting it up as comedy seems like, it, it seems like so, uh, like offensive to yeah. the, because... This was, well, go on. I said it. Why didn't you say it? Well, read. <laughs> I, I just didn't speak up, well, but read what Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele said because Jordan it speaks Peele to that drops, exactly. drops the fucking mic on this one in yeah. five words. One, two, three, four. Five words. <laughs> um, he simply just says, Get Out is a documentary. Oh, you know. That's not and there, and there's, there's, that's there's, not even a mic drop. That's a bomb drop. There's literally nothing. Yeah, Jesus. There's literally nothing else for him to say. That was at nine o'clock this morning, too. And, wow. it, and it had why, why is this getting posted just now weird news is weird um but yeah no but that's crazy though that's exactly what we were talking about how right. like this should not be a comedy no no there might be no. comedic aspects in it listen the jason movies have comedic aspects in them yeah well, they're every, not comedies yeah, almost every single movie no matter how serious yeah, how dark release. how scary yeah. there it's it's always going to be there to kind of shift in you know distract from what's really going on yeah. and I haven't even seen Get Out. It's so good. And there, like, I just remember after the movie came out, there was a lot of articles that popped up of interracial couples that would go see the movie together. And if it was like a black guy and a white girl, like at the end of the movie, there was just this awkward tension and like silence between the two of like, that's kind of real. Yeah. Well, I, and that's, that's what yeah. I was going to like. Lil Ray Howery's character, Rod, was. He was the comic relief. Like he's he, GSA, was, bitches. He was very, he was, he was very <laughs> funny, and he played that part amazingly. Sure. 
but all the other like quote unquote uh, all the other quote unquote comedy in the movie was kind of like a sort of like a it's oh, the stuff like, it was the, the kind of stuff like where you like you, you laugh, laugh at it and, and then you go you're like, oh, oh shit I shouldn't have laughed well, at that well it's like it was like it's 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 funny should I because be it's at this? true yeah, yeah it's not it's not really funny it's it's more it was like it was like this is how big of like this is, we're pieces of shit. Yeah, and yeah. because this stuff goes on it's like in real awkward life, laughing. It's like but, that awkward laughing. Well, Jordan Peele, like he, the way he described it was like I, I managed to make people think, and entertain them at the same time, and 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 uh-huh. that's that's what he set out to do. But it's not a fucking comedy movie. Yeah. I'm gonna watch this tomorrow because I have the day off. Oh, yeah. dude, it's so good. All right, anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand here. Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All turkeys are created equal. <laughs> White meat. Dark meat, mashed potatoes, yams, all delicious. Sweet potatoes. It's all gravy, it's baby. All, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, before this, we said that we're talking about two of the greatest moves ever made. That was a lie. Um, I said that I, I, I sounded as though that I was excited about to talk about these movies. That was a lie. I feel like I'm Maury right now. Like, like I'm reading some results. <laughs> you uh, are not excited um, about these movies. All right, let's what, uh, let's just can, can we get can we get the shit show out of the way? Yeah, let's get this okay. out of the way. <laughs> so the first movie we're talking about tonight is a little movie from um, the land of 1981 mm. called Home. Sweet home, home sweet home. home. None of us were born yet. <clears throat> no, no. This is this is at least three years before my parents courted. <laughs> this is before we were. I was a twinkle in my parents' eye because nah. my brother came in '84. You said uh, you said no. Your dad came in '84. '83. <laughs> <laughs> it was '83 because he's a Jew. Well, no, my '84 because he's a Jew. <laughs> June birthday. You oh. said you said that your parents. Uh, you said it was three years before they. Courted. Had a very long gestation period. No, court. I think you, you meant coi- I think you meant coited. Oh, coited. 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 Yeah. Courted. Coit on yeah. a court. They courted before you because you have two older brothers. Yeah. Maybe they coited first. And then they coited. You don't know. And Ew. then they coited again. <laughs> and then you were the mistake. <laughs> True. Speaking of mistakes, Home Sweet Home oh. from 1981. Yeah. Uh, an escaped mental patient steals a station wagon and makes his way to the Bradley's Thanksgiving celebration where he plans to make them a little less thankful. I love that synopsis, it's, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that synopsis is the best part of this entire movie. Uh, that's not true. What? That's not true. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's there is true. one part of this movie that <laughs> so, kind of saves it. So the only actual reference to Thanksgiving in this entire movie is right in the <laughs> beginning. And... I mean, are we doing? Is this a spoiler review of the movie? Uh, no, Dude, nobody's this, gonna watch this. No, nobody okay, should okay. watch yeah. this. No, <laughs> you, you really shouldn't. I started watching it, and you get ten minutes into it. I got like I said, like about fifteen minutes in, and I was <laughs> I was just watching it on my laptop, laying in bed while Erica was out in the living room, and I literally just. Well, I'm happy you didn't make couldn't. her sit through it. No, I tried. I tried. She said no. She'd rather watch Law and Order. Well, the so I'd rather watch Paint. Not even dry. I would just look at it in the bucket still. Well, so so the only reference to Thanksgiving in this entire movie is in the beginning of the movie, there's a gentleman just sitting in a station wagon, and he's listening to the radio. And the guy on the radio goes, you know, you got 50 people at your house, and they all want drumsticks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so I told my wife. So I said to the guy. And that, that's it. That is literally the only reference to basically set the tone that this is on Thanksgiving. And yeah. then just the I most mean, they- random. 
random kill scene. They ever. do. Here's four. Happens. Four out of like the eight people do sit down for a Thanksgiving dinner at the end. So then they bring it back a little bit. I didn't get that far. They bring it back a little bit. I got to the part where he went outside to try to look at the generator and looked genuinely lost. Like, <laughs> where is this generator? It's the size of a minivan, but I can't. Oh, there it is. Like. Just he, he owns the thing, but he, yeah, I, I got a generator outside. I don't remember where I put it. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Is this a generator, or is, is it just happy to see me? Let me see if it's got any juice in it. <laughs> like the, just my whole thing, and I think I said this before when when you guys first had me on to talk about the thing. The movies of the late seventies and the eighties, oh, obviously oh, the acting. Oh, oh. You watch your fucking tongue when talking about the thing. Oh, yeah. well, no, no. Yeah, I was really... Yeah, choose that choose movie. your words here. Guys, he wears that movie on his sleeve. Hey, guys. On, on his chest. On his chest, actually. On his chest. But, <laughs> hey, let me, let me tip in the full circle, like the beer last time I was here. Uh, I am thankful for you guys having me here. But, the obviously, this is like... I would consider this a D flick. Like, you can watch the full thing on Netflix right now, guys. Um, no, not, not Netflix. The, I, YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. I wouldn't even yeah. call it a D, because at least, like, with a dick, you can do something with it. Like, <laughs> like this is this is like a, like a Q movie. Like, you something. Know, what do you do it, was Q? Just, it was so bad. Like, I couldn't get through. That, Q, joke, that joke didn't go anywhere. <laughs> but, but Q the Winged Serpent was awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's true. You just, you're bad at this. Anyways, yeah. so the, uh, the just the camera angles, the the, the over the oh, top oh, corniness. Oh, you want to talk about you want to talk about the cinematography in this movie? Oh, or the lack thereof. This yeah, movie, lack thereof. <laughs> so okay, so this All was directed. Right, yeah, let's, let's actually this, jump into this. This for a was sec. directed by a woman named Nettie Pena, and she uh, has done well. One other movie of note. It's another. It's a genre flick, if you will. Uh, it's a movie called Dracula Sucks. <laughs> Dracula Sucks. Does suck. And it's a porno. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. That Dracula. A hardcore porn? I don't know. It was an adult film. That's all it said. I'm going to go with porno. I like that. I um, Softcore? I want to suck your dick. Oh. <laughs> Um, so she's so she's fluent in in genre. <laughs> All right. So uh, so just jump jumping into this. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just was, jumping was, into this a little bit. I was gonna go into the cast, but you know. That's, that's what that's, he's doing. That's what I was about to do. If you just wouldn't interrupt me. Stop sucking. So the most uh, probably probably the most prominent character in this entire movie is the the killer, yes. which apparently his name is Jay Jones. I don't yeah. know why. Well, Jay Jones it, is his character name. Right. Oh, okay. In the in the movie, well, no, on IMDb he's credited as Jay Jones. In the in the actual movie uh, credits, he's yeah. just credited as the killer. Well, so I don't know is, where they I don't know where they're getting Jay Jones from. Well, his name is Jake Steinfeld. I'm talking about his character. Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> Jesus, Michael. In the movie, yes, sorry, Jake Steinfeld, yes, is credited as the killer. Gotcha. I'm on track. On now. IMDb, he's credited as Jay Jones. It's, it's nowhere bullion. It's going to my yeah, head. yeah. Nowhere <laughs> in the movie do they ever say his name is Jay Jones. No, they don't. I was wondering that too because when I saw his name on the list, I was wondering who he was. I'm like, who the fuck is Jay? Are you sure? Because they never say it. Are you sure? Because in that right after they say the Thanksgiving, the the very tacky Thanksgiving, fifty people drumsticks. Drumsticks. Um, they do actually go into a radio segment as he's driving away. No, all they say is they say though is an escape mental patient. I don't think they ever say his name. So he's played by Jake Steinfeld. 
Yes, that Jake Steinfeld, as in Body by Jake. Same dude. Ooh, that's not who I knew him from. How do you know him? He was the cabbie in Coming to America. That's not... He's. Have you ever been up at four in the morning? Ever? And seen an Body infomercial? Ever? Jake. Do you remember him at all? Dude, Body he's... By Jake? Just look at him Sorry. in the movie. He's jacked. He looks like Lou Ferrigno. That's... <laughs> Okay, okay. In my notes, I have discount Lou Ferrigno, a.k.a. <laughs> half-rent Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Dude, he's very, like... He's the Body by Jake guy. He's, I didn't that's, know that. Like, okay. that's his... That's his... That's his... Uh, like, brand. Yeah, his brand. Oh. I want to say... I want to... What do you, what do you say when it, it's What's your... What's body? Uh, what do you, I want to say milk and cookies. But <laughs> your bread and butter. Your bread and butter. That's his milk and cookies. It's his turkey and gravy. That's his turkey and gravy. His body by Jake. Fair I can't enough, believe you. If you would, if you, if I show you, like, if we take a break and I show you one of these, these infomercials, you will know who he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Body by Jake is it's very one of those, famous. It's I he know used what to do. He used to do infomercials with like Suzanne Somers and like all the the famous actresses. Oh, was he the guy when the Gazelle came out? He was on the fucking Gazelle. No, that was uh, I can't. I oh, can't the, guy, that, the, the ponytail. The, guy, the only thing that I'm taking dude. away from this conversation is that I found much better things to whack off to at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning than you do. <laughs> you gotta, you, was hot. You, you, gotta, you gotta take what you can get, man. <laughs> I know Bad X. Sears the, catalog. The cable is uh, is cheap in Bad X. <laughs> um, really, really, the only other person in this movie that you would recognize, except Vanessa for Shaw. Ex- uh, yes, thank you for interrupting me, Mike. Sorry, uh, Vanessa Shaw. Uh, I know her best from Hocus Pocus. Oh, she yes. plays Allison in Hocus Pocus. Good for She's been in a ton of other stuff. Would you? You were saying you knew her from something I else too. I know right? her from the Hills Have Eyes remake. She is, oh. she is the daughter slash wife slash mother. The uh, if you remember in in both the uh, original and the remake, there is a woman who has a daughter and the child gets stolen. Mm-hmm. That's the part of the movie. She's the mother of the child. She is. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That is her uh, in the Hills of Eyes. Oh, jeez. Crazy. I, yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, so, for anyway. this shitty, shitty movie, <laughs> Home Sweet Home, there's at least two people that went on to do relatively good stuff for themselves. Infomercials and other horror well, movies. all right, fine. Maybe there's a little <laughs> bit to be desired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally started this today. I got home from running some errands and doing stuff. I, I sat down... I went into it after discovering another 2013 home sweet home. Not the not the same at all. Probably, uh, probably better. Pro- yeah. Oh, yep. actually, you know what? Cinematography I, was definitely better. No, I actually, I actually, I skimmed through that movie a little bit just yeah. because I was I was looking up home sweet home last night, and uh, that movie looks like crap too. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I, I I started it, and I was like, okay, you know, it is what it is. The the first kill scene. <laughs> Was just, I loved it. I actually kind of liked when I ex when I texted you guys. Yeah. I'm like that opening scene though. Like I was being serious, um, and then like he, he runs up and he like the guys listen to the radio and all of a sudden there's he's just there and he drags him like his upper body out of the car and just chokes him to death. Well, and, and he's just giggling the, the whole th- time. The thing I was I was so confused when I started this movie because I I didn't know like. Is that guy supposed to know the other guy because he offers no. him a beer? He, the, this guy's just oh, sitting. 
Guy's yeah, just yeah. sitting in his station wagon, just listen, like listening to it the radio and drinking a beer. And then you see a shadow walk up, and he goes, "Hey, want a beer?" And then just <laughs> and then and then the guy just murders him. That's this like is the early eighties. People no, trusted I don't want everybody. A beer. You know. Well, and so and then it just and then he but, just takes off and drives away and is listening yeah. to the radio. Within the first twenty seconds of the movie, you see the killer's face. Yeah. You know exactly who it is. Yep. You know that he giggles like an idiot when I'm he kills sorry, people. I'm sorry. Did you expect more from this movie? <laughs> I don't like. I well, because when you look at the um, when you look at the cover art for this movie, uh-huh. it it gives off a you know a, a certain amount of anonymity. Sure. Like like sure. a like a like an early '80s slasher movie would. That, that is the cover art right there. I know. Yeah. I yeah. T- no, I've okay. seen it. Yeah. To me, like based on the cover art, if I if I saw this cover art somewhere, I'd be like, yeah, this movie looks sweet. No, I agree. no. Looking at this cover art right now, I see a very, very, very bad, horrible Halloween ripoff. It's an escape mental patient, oh, and it's yeah. a it's a kitchen knife covered in blood in front of a house. I'm well, sorry. I see John horrible John. Halloween. Rip off. I don't even know how you can say that. This place place on Thanksgiving. It's totally, completely different Halloween. Totally, it's a different totally month. Not Halloween. <laughs> it, is, it is 25 that days knife, later. How dare you? I will say this, though. That knife, though, comes into play later, and I'm going to bring up that knife that he has in the uh, cover art. Yeah. Because that knife is... Apparently, it's a fake knife because it does him no harm. He runs around with a knife sticking out of his back for at least... Well, dude, he's jacked. Well, body by J, bro. Well, if you if you pay attention to the to the guy giving the the the, the news story in there the very first scene, there was nothing behind the eyes. It was pure evil. No, if you listen to the story on the news, he's on PCP the whole time. Oh, yeah, that's true. he injects it. Is in that? His I was gonna say, is that how you inject PCP? I've, I've never done it. I've always I've, I've, I've always wanted to. I've never done it. John's, John's I've only next... smoked weed and and dropped acid. Uh, so just this past week. Well, just he was this past on week, you know, assignment. On assignment. No, is that how you do the? Are PCPs injected? Like you know, that? I'll go on assignment next week and uh, I'll I'll try right. some PCP. You All never right. sounded more square than you did just now. Are are uh, are PCPs injected <laughs> like that? Do you, do that, you guys? Is that how you do the PCPs? Is does uh, cocaine's or uh, herons? Is that how you say herons? Herons. Do you think that smoking drugs is cool, dude? Um, do I'm you smoke sure. mushrooms do or you, inject mushrooms? Do you think that doing alcohol is cool, Mike? I've, I I I don't remember I don't remember <laughs> doing it, but I'm pretty sure I'm on marijuana. I don't. I, I just don't know though, dude. It's a good time to be snorting whiskey and uh, drinking cocaine. <laughs> All right, come on. Let's, I love um, Coca-Cola. Let's get back to this terrible <laughs> movie. So, so it starts out the the killer is loose, the goose is loose, yeah. and he <laughs> the goose uh, is loose. <laughs> he he murders a guy who offers him a beer. Why do you kill somebody who offers you a beer? First of all, because he's got a pocket full to, of to, PCP and to, take well, the, yeah. to take the rest of his beer. Duh. Oh yeah. Bell <laughs> point. Bell point. He was offering him one beer. Why? He wanted them all. Why get one beer when you can get all twenty four? You know, probably twenty three at that point because that guy had a beer. Exactly. So then he cruises down the highway, and then it kind of switches over to another vehicle with a couple in it. And the dialogue is—I mean, that Mm. dialogue between the two—that's that's that's Mm. Academy Award winning in and of itself. (laughs) But it probably would have been labeled as a comedy and a horror flick. Just saying. Um, bring, it, bring it back, John. They, uh, they would have sent a, a very angry fax to the world back then. Listen, I'm going to say what everybody else is thinking right now. Just get out. 
<laughs> nice. All right. So let's just uh, let's just skip ahead to the well, be- to the best character in this entire movie. Well, the, the kid, the kid, the kid the running kid. around with kiss makeup and yes. a battery powered amplifier. Yes, shredding everybody's he's, face he's, off. He's equally the best and the most annoying character I've ever seen in a film. Uh, Both of those things. I was completely annoyed. <laughs> Have you seen the pest? I was love com- the pest. I was completely you. Good flick. Good flick. I was completely annoyed by him until he did the close-up magic scene. And then I was like, this guy's fucking cool. <laughs> the one that took like <laughs> with the balls in his That was fingers. the best scene in the entire movie. <laughs> I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of movies with guys with balls in their fingers. <laughs> this one though was the the crumb de la creme, I gotta be honest with you. No, honestly, I, I was actually super impressed by that scene. I was like, this guy because there's a character in this movie they call the mistake. He's just he's literally referred to as mistake, and he's running around with uh, was he playing a Les Paul? Yeah, it was a Les Paul style guitar with it a battery a, powered amp strapped to his back. That guy could not afford a guitar that nice. No, no, it was it was there. not a Gibson or an oh, Epiphone. Okay. It was a some some rip off. Who cares? Probably Ibanez lawsuit Who version cares? of the eighties. Who cares? My, my question is, James, kind of sticking to that point. That had to be a heavy amp on his back, and he was... It was a big-ass amp. It uh, was. It was and probably he was, a, and he was 12. Oh, it, was not, it wasn't big, but to outrun people? Yeah. That he was, was an doing amp. a pretty good job. But he was supposed I thought, to, he I was, thought it was a proton pack <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> he was actually supposed to be portraying a kid, right? Like a young child? I don't know. No, well, that's what I say. It's his kid. It's the, the dude with the mustache who owns the house it was his kid but I, it was a mistake right? i think he was i think he was just supposed he was supposed to be like a, a teen like maybe 18 Dude, okay because his face looked old yeah do <laughs> any of you guys understand what the family lineage is supposed to be in this movie no because at, at one point in time um white magoo walks into i th- who i thought were his parents having sex right and he looks at him and goes it's two my for lucky one. day two for one yeah. like like, that that's not how he talked but, about yeah, it. Yeah, well, whatever. Like My point is, though, is like he walked in on his parents having sex, and it was a good thing. I got the sense maybe it was his dad and maybe like a stepmom or a girlfriend. Uh, regardless? Well, I mean, if you're... Mistress. If you're... if you're, Listen, if it's not your real mom, if it if it's just your dad's right, girlfriend, if, 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 if it's just your dad's girlfriend, you can ogle her a little bit if I you mean, want. come on, Mike. You you know all about those movies where the son hooks up with a dad's girlfriend. Yeah. No, nah, it's usually like dad and... Brazzers.com, Brazzers, whatever. <laughs> Brazzers. Primalfetish.com. James into those bras. Bra- girls bra- and bras. <laughs> Actually, how do you say that word? Brazzers? I think it's Brazzers. Brazzers. So that happens, and then I cut out shortly after that to where the uh there all the adults are kind of sitting around in the room and they're like oh i could use a glass of wine but somebody forgot to pick it up from the store yeah. and it's oh, oh you literally only watched 10 minutes of this movie. yeah 15 <laughs> no I, the, I i cut off at 15 the minutes the dialogue in this movie is something to behold like, i actually it's, it's, i think i think that they improvised most of it yeah, it's very possible. Like, like this is a masterclass in how not to write a movie. It really is. Like, you could, you could use this and teach this in like college classes <laughs> of what not to do when writing a screenplay. It's that. It, it really is that bad. But and my- you brought up something earlier. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But you brought up something earlier about cinematography, and and how terrible. How c- everything in this movie. Is. Honestly, yeah. how could you even tell with the version that we watched though? We, we watched it on YouTube, and it was 
it was like it was basically like watch like the pixels were like four inches yeah. wide. There were parts of this movie where literally it was black for minutes at a time because yeah. you literally could not see what was going on. So we got the sense of what was going I'm, on. I'm yeah. convinced the production had one light, and it was probably <laughs> just like a painter light that they yeah. moved around, and that was it. Yeah. Well, um, they, like like actually to to actually get serious for a second here because we we probably should just not be complete assholes about the entire thing. I mean, the movie sucked. There's no doubt about that. Sure. But. Like I said, I think the movie was just it was either it was either mostly improvised or they just didn't have the budget to do more than one take. So they would Oh well yeah, well, it, it, it's all hand in hand, you know. It's, well, there it was, was a very so, low budget flip, There were clearly. so many there were so many points in the movie where <laughs> where like you you could tell like so um maybe maybe my line is supposed to be like I'm going to go in and check on the kid and and then you were supposed to say okay but you accidentally said it halfway through my line. So, like, it would be like, I'm going to go and check on the, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm a kid. And then it would be like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. you do yeah. that, but be careful. And I was like, couldn't you just do one more take and I, just get that right? I think it was more, I don't think it was improvised. I, I do kind of lean more with you bringing that point up that it was more of Probably like just a, budgetary. Just budgetary time restrictions because uh, another thing that I noticed when in the beginning when he actually gets to the house and cuts the power at this and the um, circuit breaker. That's a outside and B only has four breakers. There is a hard, hard shadow. Like it is very, very much nighttime when he's doing that, but it's during the day. (laughs) Uh So that alone is just like, okay, super low budget. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of talking over. And if I think of it's just, it's, there's one take, there are lines, but it's like, all right, I'm going to go check on the... Oh, okay, yeah, we'll watch the kid. So I'm going to go check on that generator. Yeah. And and I think it's genuinely one take low budget. Yeah. I, I've i been and worked on low budget films. In, no, no, no. Let's <laughs> make it about Mike again. Let's make it about My point is this. I've done, I've done movies on, on no budget, yeah. let alone any budget. Right. Those are things that you don't need to do. Like, they... You can easily get around the issues that you guys are talking about. And so it makes me laugh that whoever was making this movie, I don't think they cared. Like, well, like Mike, I this, really, is, on, this is low, no hold budget, on, 1981, low, no budget. Yeah. Here's, like, here's the difference fair, is the fair. movie. The there's movies a point to that. But. Here, no, there's, here's, the, here's the big point. The movies that you made on no budget were digital. Digital. This is film. When you're shooting film, you can't just like, oh, stop, rewind, go but back over light, and film but, over it. But the use of one light shows up the same no matter how you're shooting it. Yeah, like, but you can edit I don't, it in a digital. You can't. No, no, no. I, even without that stuff, like I'm not giving this this movie a pass by We're any wrong. stretch of the imagination. James, what? We're wrong. Um, that's what he's saying. <laughs> what I, what I'm what I'm getting at too is what could what could have saved this movie in this because this movie is fucking terrible. What could have saved this movie? <laughs> Is is the is the editing in it? It looked like instead of so you're right. They filmed on film, right? So they have like actual film to cut, right? Right. Instead of like trimming scenes to where they flow together, it looks like they said, "Well, I want to cut this in the ballpark of ten seconds to twenty seconds," and they just took a pair of scissors and go snip, <laughs> because the, the the actual scenes don't they no. don't mesh together. No. It's no. so jaggedly cut. Really the entire hard cuts, movie. Yeah. Um, it's just very, it's blocky. The mm-hmm. scenes are very blocky. It's like, you think we'll cut off like, and Jay, you do music. So you know what I'm talking about. Like if there's a take of something that you need to blend in with something, you cut off a couple seconds till the beginning and a couple seconds of the end of the one before it. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's how it works. 
they didn't do that. It's like it'd be like matching vocal vocal parts up to where someone says, "Well, I don't know what's going on," and that's two parts, right? Just like, I don't know what, and then the second part is, "What's going on?" Like you, you're not cutting that part off in the correct spot. That's, right. that's how this movie is edited. Mm-hmm. And it's jarring to say the least. Like it's yeah. really, really bad. Well, and the, the they like have such everything's so exaggerated. But it kind of does make me think back to like other movies that were made in the same time frame and the dialogue. And it was all about like, oh, maybe later we'll be alone. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's all they kept referencing. It's like, oh, maybe later. Oh, you need to relax. And it's like, well, well, the it one, was all about banging. The one that's, dude, everything uh, was about banging. The one dude, Scott, even toward the end, he does one of the hard like he looks not even at the character that he's talking to. It's almost like he looks back at the camera and goes, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Matthew Lillard style. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. he hits it like he knows he's about to die. Um, this movie also has some extremely, like, especially for today's day and age, really, like, sexist tones to it. Oh, God. You pick it up. There's one line where it's, uh, uh, there, a couple of people are missing one of the guys wants to go out, and, wants to go out and look for him. Mm-hmm. Invites the other dude there to go with him, mm-hmm. and the guy responds, "Go, no, I'm going to stay here with the troops. I don't want to leave them without a man around." <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm watching this. I go, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> like, well, the '80s just... were a dark time. <laughs> well, that, that's just that's just the way it was, though. I mean, like you look at any any slasher from back then, you probably have similar lines. I don't. Yeah. Okay, well. Whatever you're right. It, it, whether the times were correct or not, the times were really weird back then. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but my last big thing, and I'm not I don't sure if leave you these, I don't want to leave all these ladies in this room without a penis around. Because <laughs> it needs. Never mind. All no, right, none of that. Um, <laughs> my last thing that I want to bring up, because I don't know if this was as obvious to you. Did you notice that they filmed this movie on a soundstage? Uh, because there are certain scenes where there's literally <laughs> most movies are filmed no, on no. soundstage. There's feet above the top of the walls where it's just black. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice. I noticed inside the house, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, in the, like in the in the hallway, like in the main no, hallway. No, in, in the rooms where yeah. they're supposed to be in the house, the camera is angled upwards, and you see the top of the walls. <laughs> there's no roof. Yeah, it's just black Empty space. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like it reminded me of when we it's saw movie, Evil Dead. It's a movie with an open floor plan, Michael, <laughs> and hardwood floors. It reminds me of when we saw Evil Dead the musical, <laughs> and you just have like three walls built, and you can see over everything. Yeah, oh yeah, it's exactly what. It, oh my god, it, like, it was probably I, shot in a high from school a, from auditorium a guy, from a guy that looks like that, like like, like likes the stuff. Turn the fucking camera down, like just move it two millimeters. You'll get rid of it. Like, how did they not see this? Well, I, I honestly think that this entire thing, this entire project, written, acted out, edited, produced, all of it, was done by people who just casually enjoyed horror films and was like, "Oh, we could do this. Yeah, let's just let's just do I this mean, project." Maybe I'm, I I want to say it was actually more just a. Just well, the director a, did do I, horror. I, I want to say, say it was horror just horror porn. I want to say it was just an <laughs> attempt. Horror porn. I want to say it was just an attempt to cash in on yeah. what was super popular at the at the moment. I think you're well, 100 yeah. percent correct. Like, oh, hey, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, and Halloween. Like they we're just coming off a of well, yeah. hot releases. Like, they, but but that's my point. Of like a bunch of people were like, oh, well, like in the industry, not necessarily just 
nobodies people that were somewhat in the industry of going like oh yeah we really enjoyed that yeah we could do that yeah let's just i don't just think throw that anybody in the industry was involved in this movie <laughs> at all Loose, mike you could consider yourself in the industry no no no, <laughs> no. Hey, you met clint eastwood once right you're <laughs> that, in the industry right no <laughs> all right so can we wrap this movie and move on <laughs> to the way better one yeah. of the two the way better and far inferior to all other movies in the entire world. It's true. So, all right, we are now done with Home Sweet Home from 1981, and we are moving on to... Thanks Killing. Circa? Uh, 2009. Yeah, yeah. weirdly. Oddly <laughs> enough. This movie, this has been on my watch list for a long, long time. I actually thoroughly enjoy this movie. And, uh... I, I, I will say this. I think that James will agree with me. Uh, we watched this at my place for the night. I have not laughed so hard <laughs> at a movie, let alone a horror movie, since I watched this like with you the other night. Like it's been it's been a long time since I've laughed so hard at something so incredibly stupid. <laughs> yeah. And it and I didn't even care. I, I I adored this movie yeah. for what it was. Not to say that it was a good movie, but for what it was. You know? Um if you've never seen Thanks Killing, it's about a Turkey that has ancient evil roots, Tied and every 500 years it comes... 550. 550 years comes back to... Are you sure this wasn't one of your acid trips? Because it really feels <laughs> like one of your acid trips. Positive. So, funny backstory uh, with kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. So, when uh, my wife and I first started hanging out before we became, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, she invited me downriver to hang out with her group of downriver friends. And it was right around Thanksgiving. And it was, hey, we're going to go watch Thanksgiving. And I'm like, what is that? And she says, it's it's a horror movie about Thanksgiving. So we went down to this guy's house and we watched Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving 2 or 3 or whatever it is. And to be honest with you, when I went back and watched this, just an hour before coming over here, I finished watching this movie again. I did not remember Thanksgiving, this, the original film at all. I want to say I had to watch one of the sequels because according to imdb there's a two no, and a three no 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 no, no. no. Okay. there's okay <laughs> correct me okay so thanks killing happened yep the sequel to this movie is technically thanksgiving or thanks killing three because the plot of thanks killing three is to hunt down everybody that ever saw thanks killing two because it was thanks killing in space and it was terrible. Okay. And the character of Turkey <laughs> wanted to kill everybody that ever saw it so that no record of it would ever exist. Okay, so, so I So Thanks Killing Three is technically Thanks Killing Two. So okay. so they they pulled sort of a actually uh before Human Centipede did it. It's kinda what it's, 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 it's kinda what yeah. they did because thanks right. Thanks Killing One happened. And then, uh, and then in in their universe, Thanks Killing Two was um, was a sequel. Sure. Except for the real Turkey saw Is that it, there was a Thanks Killing Two. The real Turkey two. was like an actor, and now in Thanks Killing Three, he's an actor gone homicidal because he doesn't want anyone to see that work. <laughs> so he came back to kill everyone who's ever seen Thanksgiving or Thanks Killing Two. two. So yeah. I saw both of those back to back, and I apparently completely forgot everything about the original Thanksgiving and only remember Thanksgiving 
quote-unquote three um but that was one of the first within the first like month or so of, of erica and i actually like hanging out and dating uh i saw this so i did have to rewatch it completely today and uh, i'm kind of with you guys oh, I one hour of it <laughs> laughing at this movie and just uh such a such a gem of one-liners and when a movie starts off with a set of tits <laughs> it was not a, like the first thing that you get is you hear you hear some voices in the background you yep. don't see anything on screen yet and then the first image on screen is a super close up of an areola yeah. one areola i'm not sure i realized what it was at first to be completely <laughs> no. honest with you i'm like what it could have been the galaxy. It could have been any. It was. <laughs> it could have been was painting any, on a wall. And then this pilgrim woman, for no reason whatsoever, has her boobs out, and is running through the forest. And the the very first, aside from like the the small kind of uh, voiceovers that you hear in the background, the very first line of this entire movie is delivered by the turkey, which looks like a. The sock puppet. A sock it puppet. It really is. A rubber sock puppet. The very first line in the movie is, nice tits, bitch. bitch. <laughs> and and it's not even, this is supposed to be happening in 1621, which I have to imagine they probably spoke a little bit differently than we do now. But just the fact that very they Very majestic bosom, woman. <laughs> sure. Wench. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even like, the turkey doesn't have the voice of like an evil turkey. Yeah. It's just the voice of a dude. A it's dude. like if, if it's like if one of us played it. Yeah. It well, sound. Who did I say that it sounded like? It. Uh, it, it, it reminded me of somebody. Fuck. Oh God. It'll, it'll come back to me. I can't remember. So, but the the thing that I kind of find funny with that opening sequence, Wanda Lust, adult film star, running with her <laughs> breasts exposed in a very poor pilgrim woman outfit. <laughs> then, if you actually look at the quote unquote hatchet or axe that he kills her with it's definitely a modern style hatchet which i just find are you are you like a you like historically you know about hatchets and axes yeah all i know is that during that scene i'm looking at tits and john's like that's not the right hatchet (laughs) no no trust me i thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) the tits and and trust me i immediately imdb'd who the naked pilgrim was and then discovered it was wanda lust adult film star you would this all right, uh, and did so. Right, Thanks Killing, uh, directed by a guy named Jordan Downey. Uh, he also did Thanks Killing Three. He also did a short film for Critters called Critters Bounty Hunter. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? Uh, I didn't you, watch it. No, I didn't. I I just saw that he oh. did it. I meant to watch it. Have you? You haven't no, seen it? No, apparently it picks up after Critters Four, and apparently it's really good. Oh. So I'll say that he uh, he has a movie coming up called The Head, <laughs> and I got really excited. I thought, you thought it was, was the MTV. MTV. Oh my god! <laughs> if they made a movie out of the old MTV head show. Yeah. Oh, I, dude, I'd be a pig and shit. Like, <laughs> I'd be so happy. It's not though. It's about something else. So <laughs> it's not important. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, also starring the only person of note that is starring in this movie is the director Jordan Downey as Turkey. <laughs> what I love about it is the fact that Turkey's lines are delivered in such a haphazard way. You know right off the bat, this wasn't like a mistaken, shitty, like, movie was supposed to be good, but it's shitty. The director really thought he was doing a good job. No, no, he knew exactly what he was doing right. when he made this, like, through and through. And that's why, for as shitty as this movie is, I love it because 
it's exactly what it's supposed to be. And I appreciate <laughs> it for that. It's an art form in and of itself to make shit like fake shit look like real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of an art form. Unless you have a Tootsie Roll, then it's really easy. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I kind of wondered, because I, I, I realized what he was going for. But the people that he casted to play the characters did... Um, were they just that terrible at acting? Yes. Or did well, he basically tell them, like, I I want this to be terrible? I think it depends. They're, okay, so the dude, right? The uh, the nerdy dude. Yeah. I think he was more acting. Because he was his character was very over the top. I can't think. I, think, I didn't write their names down because they're literally... It, it is what it is. <laughs> they, they literally um, don't matter. His name was uh, um, Darren, right? Darren, yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> like the nerdy guy, though. Like I think that that actor was playing it up a little bit. Right. The girl was clearly playing. Like, you know what? Fuck it. They all were. The girl was like ditzy to the max. The like, ditzy playing slutty it up. girl was like, you got to be ditzy yeah, slutty over the, the top. The, the, the jock, easy. The, the football star jock was very over the top. Everybody yeah. was very the over the top. The sheriff was over the top. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This coffee tastes like shit. So to answer your question, <laughs> I think that's exactly what it was. I think... Oh, this movie should win a Golden Globe, though, for um, makeup effects, because that mustache on the on the, on the the sheriff <laughs> was quite possibly the greatest prosthetic mustache I've ever seen. It literally just looked like a comb, <laughs> yeah. like, stuck on his face with, with spirit gum or something. Immaculate. <laughs> so just good. so, the, the line delivery from the turkey, I think, that's that's Academy Award. Oh, sure, writing. yeah, that's, it's, yeah. But my, my... You just got stuffed! Yeah. Oh, my gosh, there is, uh... In case, in case gas, anybody's, grass or ass. in case anybody's easily offended, there is a, there is a turkey rape scene in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's a girl who's, there's a girl who's, uh, having, one, having, one, what? I was gonna say one could say that he put gravy on his drumstick. <laughs> oh my god! In in the sweet potato? No, extra there's, small condom. There's a there's a couple of people who are having sex and and uh, they're in a position where maybe the girl wouldn't have a a terrific view from behind her. Uh, that position is doggy. Of behind her. Dog, well, turkey. It's turkey, <laughs> turkey, style, turkey style. style. And the turkey comes in and kills the dude and then takes his place. <laughs> well, he kills the dude and blood squirts on her back. And she thinks that he finishes. And makes a comment, wow, you don't last long. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's just cool. so bad. But the, I just I, I, I just looked at something that I hadn't, uh, I hadn't noticed about this movie yet, and it makes so much sense. The estimated budget for this movie was three thousand five hundred dollars. That makes to be honest. So with my you, guess, my guess is most of it went to the mustache for the sheriff. To be, <laughs> if, if I'm being completely honest, though, for thirty five hundred bucks, that's impressive. That's, that they made this movie. Well, first of all, I made a really shitty movie on a budget of seventy thousand dollars. That you talking about Zombie Apocalypse Redemption? That was seventy thousand dollars. Yep. And probably five thousand went of, of it went to the lead actor. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, they got paid way more than they should have. The actors, did. whole nother topic. Talking but, about Johnny Jail, whole nother topic. <laughs> so no, but, but um, like yeah. my whole thing is, is like that that thirty five hundred probably at least tw- two grand of it went to buying the Jeep Wrangler because those <laughs> things are cheap. <laughs> that just had seriously, that was true. somebody's Jeep already. Well, yeah, but like in the fact that it was a very clear. <clears throat> so this whole movie takes place, judging by the license plates, in Ohio. In the fact that, which doesn't make any sense because they all the pilgrims have, were not in Ohio. Also, they all have southern, southern accents. accents. <laughs> so this movie just—I think it was bad. I think, like Mike said, it was just bad on purpose. The director knew what he was doing. He told yeah. the actors and actresses yeah. to be over the top. 
But I will say the uh, long-haired dude whose dog gets killed, hero. Hero. He, he reminded me so much of... Uh, Raytheon. No, not Ray. Well, Raytheon, too, from well, Jackass. Sure. But no, he reminded me of Gordon from the... Oh, oh my God. God. Yes, there was right. a, I'm going to get that actually, turkey. Kill we, my dog. We started to film a, a movie. Oh, I, what was that? Like back God. in 2008? Yeah. Called Train, and it was a it was a vampire and werewolf movie, and we had this guy who was like the the owner of our our practice space where we practiced as as a band. We had Bands. him in the movie, and uh, he if, if you want to know anything about him, just watch Thanks Killing, and wait for the hobo in the, in the hobo woods. with a shotgun because he's he did, basically that he, guy. Yeah, uh, he actually played a hobo in our movie too. He did. So it's he actually, did. Yeah. It's pretty. Uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty spot on. It's pretty spot on. <laughs> um, so th- I just think that this this film was just a masterpiece for what it was. It uh, yeah, it's one of those it's one of those flicks that. I mean, let's be honest. You're going into a movie called Thanks Killing. I think that you understand what you're getting into before it even starts. No, I haven't ever and, seen them, but is it similar to like going into watching Sharknado? Uh, yeah. Nah, sort of. I mean, you get it. The, no, I would actually say Sharknado is better the, done. The like, title, it's a, it's, a, it's the higher Sharknado. quality. Yeah, quality. yeah, yeah quality, but like going into like the plot and the storyline of like, okay, I'm going in to watch a movie about a literally a literal tornado of sharks. <laughs> yeah, I think Sharknado has more character development. I can't believe I actually just said those words. <laughs> um, like, a movie like Sharknado, though, like, they do set up your characters because they're long-spanning over the series. Whereas, thanks killing, though, you're going into it expecting a killer turkey, and that's what you get, and everything else doesn't need to... It doesn't need to be... It doesn't even need to be, like, like anything let alone good like the fact that there was a turkey that someone has their hand shoved up its neck and is literally sock puppeting its mouth <laughs> is all you need out of a movie that is called thanks killing and and it knows it though that's mm-hmm. the thing with jordan jordan uh downry downy er, downy jordan downry downy i don't know why i'm putting an r in his name <laughs> jordan downy makes is, really good is, laundry detergent <laughs> Uh, he's kind of a genius in the sense that he knows his audience. He knows that, like, he may. I feel like he's the kind of guy that's into this kind of movie. Like, he probably grew up watching trauma movies. I was going like, to say trauma, really low budget, like fun fan. stuff. So yeah. he knew his audience. He knew the audience wasn't huge. Shockingly, this movie actually made money. Um, but yeah, like he knew it and he made it according. And it's one of those rare instances where it worked. Like like him just doing the bare minimum was the best thing possible because it just it worked. Yeah, you know it, it's uh, like thanks thanks killing three the sequel. Mm-hmm. It's still weird to say. <laughs> um, has a lot more in it. There's puppets in it. it it's better. It's better um, looking. Better frankly. production. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not great. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> well, I actually, as, as we were watching these two movies, I was because we watched Thanks Killing first, and I I even said while we were watching it, I was like, this looks. Like uh, uh, not a low budget porn, but like a like a mid range budget porn. Like yeah. I was just, I I was literally expecting at any moment for all these characters to just start having an orgy. Yeah. And yeah. So this looked like a a, a mid range budget porn from two thousand nine five. No, we're gonna because for two thousand nine it didn't look that good. We're gonna say two thousand five. It's and and Home Sweet Home looked like a. A mid-range budget porn from 1975. That was a lot. Did you ever like when I was watching Home Sweet Home? I was like, these 
these people could you could it was directed by a porn director well, i was gonna say it, it, it like it was the dialogue of that movie and just like the cheesiness of it i was like this is a porn i've seen this yeah. porn that, before. that's one of the ones that you find in a vhs tape buried in your basement <laughs> exactly. or or it's one of the ones that when you had uh before tv went digital you'd flip to the high channels and it'd be scrambled oh, scrambled oh, porn scrambled oh man scrambled jay, jay like just perked up he goes yeah i know that. Like, he just all of a sudden looked like, up from his phone the good old days the good right old boys? Days. Uh, the days of 12 uh, oh, oh there's a boob just like in the movies I, I, I for a very long time thought that boobs had a lot of right angles on them because, because <laughs> we're multicolored. he was so disappointed when he first saw his first boob looks like a bag of sand this isn't right uh, so um, this this was just overall i think for for and then my biggest thing was with the the turning point of this movie when they corner him in the teepee and they tie him up and he he goes wait to, wait, wait wait before you even get into that let's get into that teepee it's about two foot by three foot when you look at it but they poke their heads in suddenly three of it's them. a palace and he's he's making a nice salad he is tossing a fantastic salad oh my god teepee. I never got that. <laughs> He is tossing a salad in the teepee, and then he oh, steps it's amazing. out. He he goes like to get away. He just goes, <laughs> and like they're all standing there, and he just runs past them out of the teepee where Gordon is standing <laughs> with a shotgun. Quote unquote, Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> he shoots him, and the shotgun sends him flying through the air into what? Into a barrel of hazardous waste. Yeah, yeah into a into a quote-unquote dumpster which i have the exact same model in my driveway for my recycling and apparently they just leave hazardous waste on the side of the road <laughs> in ohio and haven't you ever seen the toxic avenger well and then at, at the, at it the is end, ohio at, at the end of the movie they're like oh do you think he's really dead oh yeah i, I think he is he's, unless unless, unless, somehow, he some unless somehow he ended up in some in some toxic waste <laughs> yeah which <laughs> he me, did that, so I think actually, yeah. so the the two the two thousand dollars was spent on the Jeep Wrangler. The other fifteen hundred was spent on the effect to make him glow for the last <laughs> five minutes of the movie. I don't think you're wrong. I and and money well spent. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. was a very convincing toxic glow. I'll be honest. I'm I'm looking forward to watching Thanks Killing Three. We're gonna do it this weekend. Yeah. Sunday, my first day off and forever. Uh, We're doing it. I will join you. It's Erica's on weekend, so I'm free. This guy thinks he's invited. <laughs> Nobody invited you. <laughs> okay, I have three boss tweets I will not bring. <laughs> All right, he can come. All right. Yeah, that, uh, I, I, honestly, I, I, okay. Let's, uh, let's go through and to wrap this up, let's talk about something that we're, th we're, we're thankful for, for oh. this, uh, this season. Besides Thanksgiving? Yeah, besides Thanksgiving. I, I'll start, if you don't mind. All right. I'm thankful that, um, I'm thankful for movies that are better than these two that we talked about tonight, <laughs> and I'm I'm thankful for the fact that next week we'll probably watch better movies. We think. <laughs> we think. We, we think. think. What are you guys thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for, and this is not movie related. I'm thankful for gracious neighbors yeah. that break out my windows and still don't replace them a week later. That's what I'm Wait, still? Wait, please reflect. <laughs> please, please, because these are my former neighbors. I need to know. Uh, the shithead kids broke out our window, and uh, they still haven't replaced it. Which window? The basement loading window. 
Really? Yeah. So the best I'm, th- I'm thankful house? for shitty neighbors. That's what I'm thankful for. You're thankful for that? <laughs> yep. Hey, J-Rodge, what are you thankful for? I'm, uh, I'm thankful for you fine gentlemen. Oh, hey. Jay. You stole my thankful. So, Jay's the only decent person out of all of us. <laughs> and, uh, and punching babies. <laughs> How decent am I now, Jimmy? Perfect. Very perfect. I don't punch babies. All right. Well, that was... Uh, only toddlers. <laughs> that was fun. It was fun talking to you guys, but... Un- what? I'm not thankful for shit. <laughs> oh, oh, I was, I was, I was gone. When I said you fine gentlemen, I meant Jim and Mike, and that's why we skipped over you. Yeah, I'm kidding, yeah. but I'm thankful I'm for John as well. Well, I was gone for a second. I didn't yeah. know you went. Yeah. What, well, what, what are you thankful for? I'm just I'm thankful for podcasts in general. Mm. Yeah. Well, good. And I, I got one last more. You know what else I'm thankful for? What? Dad for jokes. jokes. Yeah! <laughs> Hit us with one. How do you organize a space party? You plan it. <laughs> ah, Jay Lodge again. Nailed it. All right. Oh, well, uh, on that, we will end this. If you yeah. want to find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and Horror Amino at the Buzzed Kill Podcast, Mike. And you can find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. Thank you. Hitting Thank that you. D. Jay, uh, James always seems to think that I don't hit my D. You don't. I love you, the D. You, 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 you always, you always skip right over that D. <laughs> I he's I the, he's the, the only one hitting his D. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find J. Raj, check it out on all social media at Ocean Recording and also www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Also, uh, hit us up on the, uh, the iTunes. Five stars. Give us the good comments. Give us... Tell us that we, we in in the light of all of the things going on in the world right now, that we are the light of. We are the beacon. We are the beacon, <laughs> the light of justice and truth. Not to be, not to be, uh, you know, not to have a big head about it. But if you want to say that we are the beacon, mm-hmm. that's fine with us. Completely fine. Also, uh, like we ha- like we announced what two weeks ago now. Yes. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, the 10th year anniversary. We're doing a screening of it in Clinton Township, Michigan at AMC Star Gratiot. If you'd like to pick up tickets for that, if you're in Michigan, yeah. even if you're in California and you want to fly out and see our stupid faces. There are two people from California coming to it. That's what are you talking about. Vito and his wife. Vito and his wife. <laughs> That's a scream. <laughs> All right. If you want to go and buy tickets for that, you can go to Gather. G-A-T-H-R dot U-S slash screening slash 21887. That's gather G-A-T-H-R dot U-S slash screening slash 21887. I'd like to make a recommendation to gather. Yeah. Maybe make your web addresses a little more user-friendly. That's pretty user-friendly. It's... considering considering they probably have thousands of screenings going on all over the u.s gather is not spelled correctly (laughs) oh for crying out loud it's fine she's in my smart all right gentlemen it's been fun too evil happy turkey day to you and yours put some glass on me i got i got one last one for you real quick (laughs) lay it on me jay raj why did the scarecrow win an award (laughs) why because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> oh! Yes. Cheers, Cheers boys. gentlemen. Cheers. Choke on a drumstick. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs>